Okay, sir. I have started recording, sir. Yes, sir. Okay, sir. Otherwise, how was your day so far today? Yeah, fine. Really enjoyed my day. Mm-hmm. So, what did you do in the morning? It's a routine work. I just get up in the morning and I start off doing some minor exercises mm-hmm. and then do a little bit of meditation. Then uh, have my morning breakfast, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then do a little bit of uh, watching TV, reading books, calling people, getting connected with people, and uh, time just passes and suddenly now it's lunch time. <laughs> so I have my lunch, and then I sit down again, watching a little bit of uh, news, and then. Some calls come, something to write. So time is just flying. I'm, I'm, I'm really not bored, or I don't have any work to do. I, I'm not complaining. I have no complaints like that. Uh, so, yes, sir, it sounds like you have a very productive morning. I would say because you do a lot. Uh, today, for me, frankly, my morning wasn't that good uh, because I woke up. Uh, if you remember, sir, you texted me around 7 a.m. in the morning, and that's yeah. when I woke up. So I saw your text, but I had just woken up at that point. So I was still very sleepy. So that's when I replied. I will <laughs> look into it later. And after sending that message, I went back to sleep, and I woke up at 10 o'clock. Oh, great! <laughs> yeah, but, but I don't know. Unfortunately, I'm not able to sleep any any time after six. Ah yes, sir. so the thing is, I'm I'm I usually wake up at eight eight thirty. So if I wake up earlier, I that's a habit. Yeah, it's a habit. Like eight eight thirty is my usual waking up time. But uh, yesterday it was one of our friends' birthday, and it was the twenty first birthday. So we all stayed oh. up late celebrating, you know, on video call for some time. So I slept late. As well, it happens when you go back to go to sleep late night uh-huh. again in the morning. But even for me, even though it is late night, I get up at six. If it is very late night, maybe six thirty. Yes, sir. I. I woke up, but I wanted. I could have woken up, but I decided to sleep more because. Uh, you know, today we were doing this recording, and I just did not want to. I wanted to be in my best rested mode for this, uh, but since you know yesterday, like I said, you know, last night was just about celebrating. Having fun. Yeah, it was about you know celebrating a friend's birthday, and you know memories like that brings a lot of childhood memories as well. And sir, uh, obviously you're 65, but and uh, you know I'm still sure you remember your childhood very vividly. And would you just like like to tell us a bit about what was it growing up when you were growing up? Yeah, the first thing is uh, right during my till my remembrance can take me for rewind. I remember the time I used to go to a school where. Uh, Uh, there was I don't know whether it was LKG, UKG, or anything like that. But I went to the first time I went to a school, and that school's name I still remember. 
Bala Mandir. Usually it's a very um, unique school, like you go in the morning, as soon as you go in the morning, then the school give you, gives you some uh, snacks like biscuits and things like that. So after eating that, then we are inside the room and uh, the room is filled with toys. Our job is to start playing with the toys available there. Mm -hmm. And exactly by 12.30, the bell rings for lunch. And um, outside lunch is not allowed. They serve lunch in the school. Okay. So we have to, we have to stand in a queue and walk up to the hall and uh, sit down and lunch is served. I still remember, maybe it is um, uh, 60, 62 years old back, there will not be any water in the next to us. There will be a plate and lunch will be served and we have to eat. And suppose if we are eating a little bit faster or something and we get hiccups or something, then we have to get the permission of the teacher and the water is outside the hall. So we have to go collect the water, drink and come back and sit down. And when we go to take water, the teacher warns us, saying, you ate your food quite fast. Don't repeat it again. And I still remember trying to give excuses. No, ma'am. No, miss. No, no, don't try to argue. Go take your water, sit down. Next time, eat it slowly. Chew your food and eat it and enjoy your food. Slowly but steadily, we learn to chew our food, enjoy eating our food, and very slowly, and we never needed water till we finish our food. I still remember that good incident. After lunch, we come back to the classroom. There's a small mat by the side. Just put the mat and go back, go to sleep. It was such a lovely school, yeah. Then at about 3.30, they ring the bell again. You get up. And you go and wash your face and come back. Then when you come back, there is uh, fruits served for you. Morning snacks, afternoon lunch, and evening fruits served for you. And uh, I still remember a good quantity of fruits and good quality of fruits also. And after that, then back home. So it was fun joy going to school and uh, later on I went to a bigger school there I learned my alphabets and the numericals I still remember my teacher who taught me alphabets and numericals so kind so loving and uh, when I was back home there was nobody to ask me to write, no homeworks, nobody, my mom or dad never asked me to read, learn, write at home. This continued till first, second standard or third standard or something like that. But um, now I just see people with an LKG writing A, B, C, D and 1, 2, 3, uh, memorizing and all those things. During my period, we never had such 
things at all. It was totally a complete different scenario. And um, I enjoyed going to school. The principal's face, still I remember her face, so kind, so smiling. The teachers, I have uh, really enjoyed my school life. And slowly but steadily, when I started growing from first standard to second, third, then I started, we had a set of boys near my grandmother's house, where we started playing in the evening. So regularly, as soon as we back home, we just undress, immediately we ask, Mommy, what is there for Tiffin? And 100% there is something there for Tiffin. Immediately we just eat that. And I say, Mommy, I'm going to play. And my mom never objected. I used to go and play there. And by 6 o'clock, I remember some of my friends' parents, very strict. By 6, they will be coming. And when they see their parents coming at the end of the road, they will just run back to the home, wash the face, and they worship God, and then they sit down with the books. But my life was different. After that, I used to move to my grandmother's house. Simply sit and chat, and I play with my aunt, talk with my grandfather and grandmother. Suddenly, by 7.30, my dad comes there. It's just two streets away. And then he has to bring me back home. This was a regular affair. It went on. I was very lucky to have the love and affection of my grandparents. Literally every day I used to go and enjoy. As I grew a little bit in when I was reaching my fifth, sixth and all that, slowly life was changing. Changing in the sense like there, I never heard the word tension, torture or um, punishment was not there at all. No, no punishment. I can, I can actually relate to that, sir, because even for me, uh, like you said, you know, when we first started off school, it was all about just going to school. And even for me, the toys used to be there. <laughs> uh, unfortunately, I was a very naughty kid, so I never shared the toys with anyone. And I used to get repeatedly punished for that. <laughs> but yeah, I, <laughs> but then, you know. That was controlled by our teacher. Uh-huh. School teacher. Yeah, even for us it was controlled, but uh, how it happened is the toys used yeah. to be in a basket. So she'll be like, everybody go and take. So we'll all go take what we want. And then I'd have, I'd be the first one to go run and get it. So I'll have all the best toys with me. And then people will come and ask if they can play with me. And at that point, uh, I did not know English. And everyone who came to the preschool, they either knew English or they mostly spoke Hindi. So I couldn't even communicate with anyone. So 
<laughs> so that's why for me the toys were like my only friend but i think over time it just got easier and as you were saying sir uh, you know till 5th grade everything was easy uh, i mean for me the only thing which i faced problem was with hindi because as a language i never understood it and uh, and even at home nobody spoke hindi so for me an opportunity to learn the language was only at school and it was only in the hindi class so i knew a bit of tension around 5th grade because of hindi but after that when we you know like you said when we started coming to 6th everything changed everything and i mainly think it's because at least in my experience uh we never had the form of final exams i think till 5th grade or something you know like till 4th standard it was just uh we have yeah, only the unit we only have the unit yeah, test now now thinking back and this quarterly exam used to be a half yearly used to be and final used to be but there was not a pint of fear pint of uh, fear in ourselves anyway we, i i was not a very studious guy i was not coming first second third but i used to come tenth and i was satisfied with what i was and my parents never said hey, hey man you are tenth you got a tenth rank why didn't you get first and second and even my parents were they cool they said okay come on it's time for you to enjoy your life be happy enjoy and uh, uh, it was um, a cool scenario only during my uh, fifth sixth period i just needed some money some money to buy something in school usually you have a van outside the school selling some um fruits and things like that until that time i didn't need any money at all so when the need for money came again it was not a big problem at all for me i can just ask my dad dad i i need 10 np 10 np <laughs> and my dad just used to take it and give it then if i want i i ask my grandma grandma can i have 10 np i used to we used to get a big mango for 10 np uh sir i think it's okay yes i brought exactly aware what is an mp so if you could just tell me what it is 10 np is 10 paise ah okay they are paise this okay 10 paise oh okay and i can always take it from my uncle mm-hmm. and uh, i still remember so my uncle used to ask me to buy cigarettes he was a cigarette smoker so he used to give me five rupees and uh, when i go and buy the cigarette come back it's about 2 rupees or 250 then he just used to give me ticket man 2 rupees 50 paise my god such a big money that time and why did i need money that time just to buy fruits every anyway there are my parents buy lots of fruits my grandmother and grandmother grandfather they buy and give me whatever i want for eating so the work, the only thing is i buy a mango or during school days in the interval we buy we never had i i don't recollect having ice creams and all that mm-hmm. time 
not much was there then this money was not the criterion and as i was going when i came to 7th 8th 9th then the expenditure was to go for a movie uh-huh. and movie ticket you, you i think it was 1 rupee 10 paise 150 and 175 is the highest ticket during my school days okay so again no no money problem if i i had my aunt i had my uncle i had my grandmother i had my grandfather and of course i had my father also so the money was no problem i could buy whatever i want dress again was not problem i just after asked my dad every uh, every time like pongal deepavali vinay all the festivals we are we are taking a new pant and a new shirt mhm so dress was no problem and as we grew a little bit a bigger 7th 8th the the road play was became more serious we had a, a big team of 8 to 10 people two teams playing cricket and it was seasonal at time you know i i don't think so there's anybody playing those type of games nowadays we used to play, play a game called gilli dandu okay. it's a small wood about 3 inches and another wood with a 1 foot we have to hit that uh, small piece to the maximum distance and then we have used to play this um a cashinet uh, um fruit not the fruit you know this uh, uh before cashinet is got what do you call them cashinet nut aha uh-huh. i don't not know the exact word for it but i understand what you're okay. saying sir yeah so we used they used to be a game where they'll put it in make a round ring and all the players will have to put one two or something like that there'll be four players all put two there'll be eight uh, cash nets inside the ring about four, five feet six feet we will be having a small stone and we will have to hit the cash nut and what are the nuts which come out we can take it okay uh i do so not time, <laughs> i do not remember uh, any of a, these games at all while growing up for us it was just and then we had this uh, marbles ah yes i've heard marbles, of marbles uh, yes i remember marbles so there used to be a big marble and all small marbles mm-hmm. and we used to put the two marbles adjacent to a wall and we'll be 5 feet 7 feet 8 feet away and with a big marble we will have to choose the color of the marble and hit the marble and if we hit we win and the loser gives two or three marbles then there was another funny game which is not there at all today this cigarette packets you know we used to collect this cigarette packets mm-hmm. from the shops and each brand was having its own value One rupee, two rupees, five rupees, ten rupees. So highest was Will's filter packets. Okay. So what we used to do, we used to we used to 
put a very big ring and uh, place these cigarette packets. And we used to have a, a stone, a flat stone, about three inches in diameter or something. And uh, from 10 feet uh, distance, we have to throw this stone aiming at the cigarette packets. And all the cigarette packets which come out of the ring is mine. Okay. So this type of games were there. And again, during my 8th and 9th, then we used to go into the school ground. Mm-hmm. There we had athletics, football, cricket, and then we had the short uh, javelin and all that during the sports period. Some three, four months, we were very busy mm-hmm. uh, playing those games. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was joy, no tension, no sorrow. We were, there, was no, there, there was no question of fear. I, I don't know. I was very lucky we didn't have any bullies in our school. No. So some, uh, some, I was lucky maybe. And uh, now the question about this Hindi, you said, you know, mm-hmm. uh, we never had that problem because during my period was a period where the government, the state government was very strict against Hindi imposition. Uh-huh, yeah. Uh, so we didn't have a single word of Hindi in school. We were not supposed to learn. There was no subject at all. It was just an alternative for second language. Okay. Those who know Hindi can take Hindi and the local language, Tamil. So my second language was Tamil and the other was English. Mm-hmm. Since I studied in an England in high school, me getting getting used to this English language, was, the transformation was very smooth, very soft. And I really don't know how... But right from my childhood days in school, we were just talking and talking. And I never felt difficult at all to speak in English. Mm-hmm. Back home, I used to speak in Tamil with my father and mother. School, only in school, we used to talk in English. Okay. Local friends in Tamil. Uh-huh. So, no fear. No tension, no torture, no homework. <laughs> I think now the school starts. <laughs> I think I think no homework is a dream for so many people in school right now, because I see a I see a lot of kids today. They have been piled up with homework. They have a separate notebook for classwork and homework for the same subject. And they have to carry all these books to school. So imagine, let's say a student has around six, seven subjects in a school per day. So imagine, and each subject has a, a textbook, a class book, and a homework book. So they have to carry three. So they have to carry 20 word books in their bags. I feel it is just inhuman because I see little kids with big bags and the, as you grow older, the subjects yeah, reduce. Yeah, small. The subjects. Uh, yeah. I see nowadays people who are just two feet have carrying a bag of one and a half feet. <laughs> so <laughs> I, I see, I see people, I see people carrying bags fatter than them. Yeah. 
that also is there but during my period there were no shoulder bags uh-huh we had two types of bags during my period of school one was this aluminum box okay the about one foot like a briefcase yes yes ah yes. okay yeah briefcase a thick briefcase okay aluminum box or we used to carry a shoulder bag okay like a uh, this uh, a satchel on the shoulder as a satchel yeah a shoulder bag uh-huh. no, but usually we don't used to carry nowadays like this modern people across mm-hmm. across their shoulders we used to carry it on one side of the shoulder mm-hmm. on the left or on the right and um, we have to take only our timetable okay we used yeah. to have about five classes per day Mm-hmm. so only five books five notebooks that also very small notebooks and even our textbooks were hardly uh less half the size of a full script notebook okay uh so it was not heavy at all it was not heavy and um, anyway i missed one beauty thing during my school days is my house was close to the school uh-huh. so i had to go by walk okay but i used to envy some of the guys who used to come by bus to school i think uh, that, i think school buses are such a integral part of school memories because for me uh my home was around 14 78 kilometers from the school so the walk going walking was not a question so i had to take a bus every day and uh, you know we sit in the bus and everyone's a child in the bus so you have the mischiefs that we do and i remember on the yeah la- I, missed, i told you yes, you know at the last day of school uh, now i look okay. back at it i feel bad for doing this but uh, i think back then every day uh, on the last day of school everyone will fill a water of bo- uh, water bottle and they'll go around throwing it on everyone so you leave the like just before the vacation the last day before the vacation you leave school drenching wet and some people pour these cold waters on you and our school always broke for vacation in july so it was always hot at that time and they pour these cold cold bottles of water on you and you're in the bus the bus the ac is on so you used to like so your oh. <laughs> so you used to feel cold in the bus and you can't even lean back on the seat because your back will get really cold and i remember oh. at least on four separate occasions after the last day of school i spent four days lying on the bed because i had cold okay <laughs> so now back to this bus part of it mm-hmm. during my school days none of the schools had their own bus mm. people have to go by the government bus only okay so even big schools they didn't have their own bus like nowadays every even ordinary schools have the school bus mm-hmm. during my school days no bus public transport mm-hmm. but it used to be nice to get up in the public transport and go come to school and go that was not there for me because my house was hardly uh, just one street away from the school mm-hmm. 
So that one. And another one thing which you just talked about, water. I don't remember anybody bringing a water bottle to school. Okay, for During us? In my school period, uh-huh. we used to get clean, good water in school. And everybody used to drink that water which is available in the school. Mm-hmm. And um, my school was not a co-educated school. But girls' school and boys' school were inside one compound. Okay. <clears throat> Actually, my school is was a British uh, army barracks. Okay. So very massive one from, uh, say, about... Uh, 150 acres or something like that. Okay, that's pretty big. And our school was uh, during the bar. I told you barracks, you know. So each and every uh, class, we had uh, doors about uh, 10 feet tall. Oh. Okay, that's, that's really big. Yeah. And we had big rooms and our hall was supposed to be a barracks uh, main hall where we used to have about 1,000 people it could fit the hall. Such mm-hmm. a big hall we had. I was really very proud of my school. There were so many other schools which were smaller also. And the other part is in my school we just had only one section. Okay. No A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H and all that. Okay. So, and uh, I remember about 30 people in our inner section. Uh-huh. And the classroom used to be quite big where it can accommodate. And nowadays, the schools, they will put 40 or 45 inside the classroom. That says we had about 30, 32, 33 classrooms only. Mm. So, there was a small, there was a ground separating the girls' school from the boys' school. Mm-hmm. There was an in-gate and out-gate. In-gate was near the boys' school and out-gate near the girls' school. Okay. And up past the girls' school, we had this big, beautiful ground. Uh-huh. In that ground, there was a playground for football. There was a ground for hockey. Mm-hmm. And again, there was a ground for cricket. Mm-hmm. Just imagine... How big a ground was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember, sir. So now that we are actually talking about school grounds and everything, uh, what all sports yeah. did you play as a child, sir? Yeah, during my childhood, I was uh, really involved with everything, like everything which was available in school. During the sports day, we used to play, I used to involved myself in running Mm -hmm. and then shot putt, javelin, discus. I tried everything, Mm -hmm. but I was a winner in shot putt and long distance running, 800 800 meters and 1,500 meters. Uh So I had won medals in that. Then there was a season for hockey. We used to play hockey during that time. Then uh, football season, I used to play football during that time. 
and cricket season, cricket during the time. Mm-hmm. And um, I was very lucky to have the YMC also by the side of it. YMC was just exactly opposite to my school. Okay. So, so after the school ground games at about 6 o'clock, the school compound, uh, the gate closes. Mm-hmm. We have to stop the games by 6 o'clock. Then I move into the opposite compound, YMC, to play table tennis. Ah. It was my very fa- favorite game. And um, I really rose up to uh, district level in table tennis. Okay. I still remember I had a unique bat, a Japanese penholder grip bat. Okay. So the, it was a different, they used to hold the bat upside down. Mm-hmm, These Japanese mm-hmm, and they used mm-hmm, to play yeah. only on one side. They never used to use a backhand. Mm-hmm. But that Japanese penholder grip bat, I was holding it in the normal Indian style. And there was, yes, no, there was uh, a rubber in the front. And at the back, it was pure plywood. Mm-hmm. So, for defense, plywood, for offense, rubber. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, I enjoyed um, playing table tennis. And one great thing was PT, which I hated. PT? Yes. Physical training yes, session. Yes, I remember. Sir. Why did you hate PT, sir? Yeah, right from my young age, I didn't like that standing there doing exercises, moving your hands and legs, oh, bending. Okay. And, uh, uh, my PD master was a monotonous fellow, just the uh, same old thing, right from my 600, 700, same thing repeated. Attention. When I was in my 8th and ninth. yes, 8th <laughs> and ninth. see if you do not, if you cut... PT classes after 3.30 only it is there. Mm-hmm. If you cut PT classes after 3.30, you are fined 1 rupee that time. 50 paisa or something like that. Mm-hmm. Which is big money. So what I used to do, you know, every Friday afternoon I used to come to lunch. I'm at lunch. Oh my God, my mom is the most easiest person to con. I used to tell my mom. <laughs> I used to tell my mother, Mommy, today one teacher didn't come, so they left a half day leave for me, Mommy. <laughs> and my mom believes it. And immediately I hurriedly have my lunch and then change into my colored dress and off to a theater called Uma Theater, uh-huh. at near my house. Uh-huh. So that is the theater where they used to put this English movies, only English movies in that theater. Okay. During my school days, we had theaters, out of the 10 theaters, only one theater we will have English and one theater we will have Hindi movies Mm -hmm. and all the remaining eight theaters we will have Tamil movies. Mm -hmm. So every Friday, there was a set of guys 
doing repeating the same thing calling our mother and then we are in the theater 1 o'clock so 12:30 lunch we rush home eat our lunch change address and then go there and you know how much is the ticket 40 14 paise 49 paise i can't i can't imagine i can't imagine and i told you again money was no matter one i always used to have a box with the money loaded uh-huh. i didn't know, know what to do it how to use it so whenever i take a, the thing is i buy mangoes i like then i used to take a hour cycle for rent uh-huh. that is how much 20 np 20 paise for 1 hour okay. and 10 paise for another Okay. So my expenditure was hour cycle and movies. Okay, movie forty paise, fifty paise. We go there, then we used to buy some samosas for five NP, and ten NP used to get puffs. Mm-hmm. So it was really fun, and I really enjoyed watching English movies. So for me, right from my young age, I started seeing. So I could really. Un- understood understand this uh, english uh, speech by these english actors mm-hmm. later on in life it was, for me it was a blessing in disguise i still remember many people who know good english also they say oh and i i can't understand this movies yeah mm-hmm. they speak very fast english yeah and things like that but i don't know right from a young age who was seeing watching hearing i was able to understand that uh, there were great movies here great english movies mm-hmm. we had this western my god clint eastwood movie aha uh-huh, clint eastwood yes. the bad lovely coffin full of dollars my god but uh-huh. 20 30 western movies and then uh, we had this bud spencer's movie mm-hmm. comedy movies and then uh, we used to have this james bond movies but the but you know they were very strict for this adults only movies mm-hmm. since we used to go regularly for the theater the only movie which we which is adults only is this james bond movies aha uh-huh. yeah so i was quite lucky i was a little bit tall even during my school days uh-huh. i was let go there'll be a guy who will be standing at the ticket counter You see, then he will be smart. No, no, no. You are not allowed. Go home. Go home. So sometimes some of my friends were rejected, but I was allowed <laughs> inside there, and I enjoyed watching uh, uh, James Bond movies. And um, this quarterly, uh, we didn't have any monthly tests. Mm-hmm. Only quarterly, half a. And what I used to do is just one week before the quarterly exams, I used to sit down. Mm-hmm. study and get uh, average of 50 55 60 65 marks and my father never looked at the mark sheet i always used to take the signature from my mother my mother so happy to sign my report sheet i said mummy here come on sign sign my mummy okay she's just practicing a signature she just doesn't know to, to see what is the mark sheet mm-hmm. also I used to go and suddenly after the finals only my father sees the mark sheet. My God, what happened? You didn't see quarterly after? Then he he looks at my mother and says, "What? What did you sign this for?" I don't know. 
he came and asked me to sign. I was happy to sign. <laughs> this is his son. <laughs> so my mom was not... A, <coughs> she was a housewife only. Uh-huh. But she was 10th or 11th during her spiritual studies. Life was... Um, until I finished my school, there was no tension, no tortures. Um, it was a very cordial relationship at uh-huh. home. And... Uh, my friends, my God, so lovely, so nice. We had a set of, we didn't have very big amount of friends. A few friends, but very good friends. Mm-hmm. Very loving, very caring. And the beauty during my school days, we used to spend time in in the friends' houses. Mm-hmm. We, we play on the road and even in the house. See, I invite all my friends to come inside my house. When all my friends come inside my house, I ask my mommy, can I have something to eat? And my mom prepares something for all my friends also. Mm-hmm. Same way, when I go to my friend's house, I, I, I'm i greeted and uh, we get a lot of things to eat uh, also. And um, the friends, uh, brothers and sisters, they treat us well. Mm-hmm. Oh, I forgot to tell you one thing. Mm-hmm. We miss the kite flying, yeah. Oh, sir, I've heard so much about the kite flying. Uh, I like I remember from my my experience of kite flying is we take a kite and we run and the kite is flying like that. And then I heard my father telling me a story that you used to have competitions to see who could cut each other's kite. Yeah, 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 yeah. Competitions. <laughs> yes. I remember. I we used to make our own manja. Manja uh-huh. is a solution added with so many ingredients with um, uh, glass powder. Okay. Glass powder. And uh, you know, my father had a factory in which we had this uh, uh, iron, iron vessel where they pound some chemicals for my office. Mm-hmm. So what I used to do, I used to take some glass pieces there and I used to request my mystery, my head foreman, hey, come on, make some uh, uh, glass powder and give me. So he used to make nice powder, filter, filter, powder, bang, 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 again, filter, filter. So, oh, just like a fish powder he used to make, little bit. So I used to bring and then we used to make this uh, uh, kanji out of uh, atta, then add a lot of sulfur, so... Mm-hmm. That was a secret also, you know, secret formula. Mm-hmm. And we used to add all that. And then on top of my friend's house, we used to fly the kite and put manja. After that, my hands are all red, pink, blue colors. Mm-hmm. So we add color also to the manja. And sometimes it cuts my hand and my, uh, my uh, finger is... Um, with the deep scars in my fingers. And after we put put the manja, then we used to load it into a in, into a, a wooden wooden container called a, what do you call it? Um, it was it used to be uh, horizontal with um, thin rods. We used to load it up in that. If it is more than two three reels. So one reel we used to make it into a ball, mm-hmm. and then 
we have night evenings we have this competition mm-hmm. our neighbor uh, fellow then the next street fellow they fly the kite and then we put deal and when we cut it the whole terrace my friends sisters and brothers everybody there on the terrace hey we, we cut him we cut him <laughs> and when it's going when it's in a deal and going that was a time where we had uh, slight okay very mild uh, i i don't call that tension i just call it uh, enthusiasm adrenaline rush the deal is going on adrenaline yeah. rush slight very mild and then anyway when we cut we are happy mm-hmm. and when my kite gets cut okay for a fraction of a second we are sad but it's it just vanishes immediately mm-hmm. again back we try another kite and put it a whole set and then we go for a deal again mm-hmm. that was uh, that went on carried on for a very long time up to my college days and the sky flying you know was real fun and usually we have that during this deepavali time mm-hmm. so everything is seasonal no yeah oh, i forgot to tell you one more sport uh-huh bambaram ah so yes sir holiday. yes sir the spinning the top ah top spinning <laughs> the top uh-huh oh my god so uh-huh. that was also a beautiful game and i was again very lucky you know so i used to take this top to my factory my father's office and my headman used to put that hook uh-huh. to the top and he used to sharpen that very sharp with the file we had all the equipments in the factory no uh-huh, uh-huh. so my top my friends used to say hey put put hook for my my top man so i used to collect my friends top also go put uh, put the hook and then sometimes my dad will say what the hell are you doing in my factory man put <laughs> the hook for the top eh? <laughs> but anyway i i used to have support from my uncle uh-huh. my uncle say okay okay leave him leave him he's just a kid let him enjoy uh-huh. yes sir i my, think my dad very very mildly only used to say but he never said objected to it mm. so i think what was so, the what was the top for you uh in uh, my generation it's called beyblades so it's this okay. like it's instead of you know like the like is it pumper on the top for you you had to use uh. a string to spin it no yes yeah, for us we had a yes, string we had a holder out of in which we would put this okay. uh we would put this piece and it would have these oh. two okay. tooth hanging down so we had to take okay. the beyblade and put it inside that and lock it in the tooth and then we'll okay. have a we'll have a thing to Gun pull like. we'll have a thing to pull oh. so when we pull that it's a you know it'll spin and i remember this was in a, my 7th grade where the craze for beyblades went crazy and we would have different shapes different models some of them will spin around super fast most of them will just stand in one place some of them will stand at the same place but oscillate like that and people used yeah, to have yeah, yeah. competitions with this and you know there were different models and some of them were so rare uh 
I remember I started exploring online shopping because of Beyblades. Like there was oh great yeah there was one which I read and having which Beyblade you have is also like a sense of pride because if you have the latest one which nobody has you are instantly a celebrity in school. Everyone will come yeah, with you. Yeah, yeah. And our competition. They want to see it. They ask for. <laughs> yes. They might even borrow it. So people used to borrow it for their own competitions and everything. We we even had a tournament for this, and we used to we used to have it in a ring. Okay, and sir, you won't believe what a ring was. No, it was a. School chair, the chair which you used to sit in, that was our ring. Okay. So, uh, we oh. used to like the chair used to have a curve. So we used to like launch yes. the Beyblades in that, and you would lose if either your Beyblade stopped spinning first or it got knocked out of the chair. Oh, some competition. <laughs> so competitions, yes. So it was. Yes, during my period. There was only one type of uh, top, mm-hmm. but it was in different sizes: mm-hmm. small, medium, big. And then you, the beautiful multicolored on the top. Yeah. It was painted in different colors and all that mm-hmm. very fancy-looking tops. So we used to use this string, and. Um, there is a circle in which other people place this top, mm-hmm. and we have to bang and hit the top. And sometimes our aim is to break that top. Oh, break my opponent's uh, top. <laughs> so we have to have sharp uh, nails. Uh huh. So it was all uh, that was a, a very uh, good sport. Which all vanished and nowadays I don't think so. Mm-hmm. It is a, it is there in the field at all. I am not sure, sir. It's been so long since I even yeah. left school. Yeah. I'm not. But, sir, uh, now actually since we're still on school, you know, uh, I'm pretty sure in your school when you were still growing up, like around even to the period of seventh to plus two. You used to. They used to okay. let you. They used to let you take part in extracurricular activities. No. Yeah, we always used to have this school day. Mm-hmm. And for that school day, we used to have this plays. Yeah. Skits and songs mm-hmm. and things like that. Again, that was a most uh, precious moments. Where we sh- we can show our extracurricular talents also. Mm-hmm. That uh, we really enjoyed even that. I used to uh, participate in on all sports and all events. I uh, I'm a guy who just jumps into anything. Mm-hmm. Never shy. Never fear. Uh, never feel bad about anything at all. So it's always. Uh, Cool scene for me. Mm-hmm. I, mm-hmm. I never had butterflies in my stomach during my school days. I never felt fear. I was not afraid of anybody. Mm-hmm. And um, I've never heard the word sad, sorry, uh, sorrow. I, I never heard that at all. You see, my dad brought me up in such a way that he 
he usually avoids even taking me to any deaths even my close mm-hmm. relations deaths my dad never used to take me mm-hmm. i have never seen a death till i was really grown up mm-hmm. i have never witnessed a burial ground or okay. in fact um, <laughs> i was not <laughs> afraid of the burial ground at all <laughs> because the there was a burial ground a christian burial ground near my house mm-hmm. which used to be the place where i put manja for my kai thread okay so we used to go there because uh, there's a lot of trees you know uh-huh. so we used to tie the thread from one tree to the other tree and all that so we used to grind the used to make the manja there in the burial ground only and then put uh, manja for the uh, for the thread also in the burial ground mm-hmm. i never used to feel uh, thing and um, talking about immunity my god i the activities during my school days on the road even today when i think about it you know the ball goes inside the gutter just no shy nothing get out inside the gutter take the ball from the gutter just wipe it with my palm and then back to cricket mm-hmm. i don't i don't think that happens nowadays now it's like if it goes in the gutter okay bye bye yeah so sometimes some relations some friends mother hey why don't you go and wash the ball at least and play man mm-hmm. like that they used to say and uh, we we don't we didn't have the patience to go wash the fan uh-huh. and then only thing is but my parents knew all this so whenever i come back and say those my mom and say first thing go wash your hands legs and face and then only next thing so that thing we used to do yeah so say when we go in and then say house wash your hands legs and face yes yes i think I that know, i i very rarely feel felt sick during my school days mm-hmm. very rarely i felt sick but there was a cousin of mine who who never comes out and says is always inside the house so that time it was a joint family you know in mm-hmm. my grandmother's mm-hmm. house had uh, uh, my aunt and uncle's kid all staying together mm-hmm. but my father's elder so he came out of the house i was staying in a separate house but my father's brothers and sisters and all were staying together that i remember one of my uh, uncle's son so careful so clean clean family they used to call that a clean family mm-hmm. always washing their hands always washing their face always washing but that guy i i still remember every month or two he used to fall asleep mm. so that uh, i now this covid uh, is, i think uh, this uh, immunity is really developed right from the younger age itself mm-hmm. so no germs can do anything to us during that time when you get uh, vaccinated in the natural way mm-hmm. natural vaccination Mm-hmm. we used to take mhm yeah i mean you know i don't remember falling that sick that often cause at least like 7th or 8th i used to go outside and play every day we used to go play football 
or cricket or you know even if we didn't have a football or a basketball or a cricket ball or a bat we would still find something to play or the other sometimes we would even end up making our own games and i remember it was around 7th towards the late 7th uh when i was in my 7th grade that i changed houses like i had to shift my house Oh, okay. and where i used to stay before everyone was around my age so i had people to play with and then when i changed i saw that everyone was yeah. and i saw everyone was like slightly younger like 2 3 years at max 4 years younger than me but i did not see that as a problem okay uh but one problem which i i started noticing slowly was these kids never used to come outside and play often they used to play outside once in a while when their parents forced them to otherwise it was always sit at the home and play video games no my game was 365 days except the rainy days uh-huh i remember There's one game I didn't play right through my school days, college days. Mm-hmm. And even after I became big. Mm-hmm. Can you guess what that game is? Football. It's, it's an expensive game. Golf. No, no. Golf. School days. Uh, also. Uh, tennis. 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 Uh-huh. I loved it. In YMC, we had tennis. Mm-hmm. I loved the tennis. but unfortunately it was a very costly game the racket was expensive the shoes were expensive mm-hmm. and the fee also was expensive uh, so I, i remember asking my dad and my dad said, i remember going for tennis coaching when i was younger like till like 6 7 i went for tennis coaching regularly so no i never yeah. played that game and uh, I asked my dad and my dad said no it's too expensive I can't afford mm-hmm. even though my dad could afford so many things but he had a limit so he said you are playing so many games stay that and I really loved it. and you won't believe at the age of 64 when I went to US to my son's place mm-hmm. last year I played tennis Oh I, my god. What a thrill it was. You know my son had four rackets uh-huh. and he had about 100 balls with him. Okay. There you have uh, tennis courts in all the parks. Yeah. All the parks you have and even in gated community you have tennis courts and swimming pools. Mhm. So which is not available in Chennai, you no. Know? The tennis court is very expensive. You have to go to a coach or something like that mm-hmm. so that was the first time i, I played i uh, within one hour i really sprained my ankle because i was trying to play it really hard mm-hmm. and then i remember my son saying no dad this is a very tough game you have to condition condition yourself and then only start playing today you start off with, just because i knew how to play table tennis it's the same formula mm-hmm. same method and then i strained my arms and then i had to put some plaster on all that mm-hmm. within a day or two it vanished then afterwards i started playing slowly 
and I really enjoyed. And the other game I loved to play during my school days and didn't get an opportunity was billiards. Ah, billiards, yes. I first played so, billiards when I was, uh, I think when I was eight, eight or nine. My dad's friend had a billiards uh-huh. table in their house, so he is the one who taught me how to play. And I even now when I go to college, you know, even if we have a one-hour break, I go and play billiards with friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a fun that game. That I used to love because in the YMCA we had billiards table, mm-hmm. but we were young, small people were not allowed to play billiards. Yeah, because that. Um, Cloth was so expensive, they mm-hmm. used to say, during that time. Mm-hmm. So again, the first time I played billiards was, when my son heard that I had not played billiards and tennis, he took me out to play tennis, and then one day he took me to a sports bar. Ah, yes. Then you, in, uh, US, you have lots of sports bar where you have ever table tennis, billiards, bowling, mm-hmm. then missions, slots, and all Then... Uh, I I learned to play and my son taught me to play billiards and I really loved it. And so whenever we are free and I just said, hey son, shall we go to the sports bar? Okay dad, and he used to take me to the sports bar. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I really enjoyed playing billiards. And when I came back to India, I continued that I used to go to a, a place opposite VIT uh-huh. to play billiards. Yeah, yeah, there, there is one right opposite to VAT. There are two. There are one place I used to go regularly. Uh, so which one? The one next to... I think to... you didn't come. Jerome and Mirzul had come with me. Uh-huh. Jerome and Mirzul came with me once or twice. Okay. Sir, where was it? Was it right was opposite? Or was it, uh, was it in a inside street or, or like somewhere else? Not the one which is right opposite, the one which is just uh, slightly away and inside a street on the left side upstairs. Okay, uh, near Tarama. Yes. Ah, okay, yes, sir. I, I know that, I know that. Upstairs, upstairs. Yes, sir, yes, sir. I've been there once. Yeah. I uh-huh. So, school life, you know, to sum up school life, the most happiest period of my life. Mm-hmm. So I it think was just joy, joy, joy. Uh-huh. No sorrow, no fear, no hardship. Also, mm-hmm. I've never been shouted. I've never had any enemies. Also during school days, I have not you know, involved in any fistfights. Also in school days, mm-hmm. I was a friendly guy only. And I was the captain of my school team and all that. So uh-huh. responsibilities come, come you know, mm-hmm. when you become a captain and yeah. all that. And then school, uh, that uh, my house prefect, I was I was the head of my house. So all those responsibilities were there. And I really enjoyed. And uh, after school, that was a completely calm completely different scenario. Mm-hmm. I still remember during my school days it is not 10th plus 1 and plus 2. 
we have schools up to 12th standard and then we have our puc pre university uh-huh. one year in college it's not in school okay it's in college and then three years degree uh-huh so after school getting into college okay this college that college which college and all that okay i moved uh, i was just trying to move to a college where most of my classmates were there so 